Hey, my name is Jared, and today we are going to be talking about what about Bob counseling and the stigma around it. This is Pastors on Pop. Well, welcome to the show today, Jared. Thanks, Matt. It's so <laughs> the, good for you to have me. The chairs are reversed. <laughs> uh huh. It is uh, we today. We should have switched seats. We should have. That would have been <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Today we're talking about counseling. And uh, if you are into movies, like one of the best counseling comedies ever is What About Bob? Yeah. So it came out in 1991. Yep. So how old were you when that came out? Uh, seven, eight. Seven, eight. Yeah, so yeah. I was 11. Is that right? I was born in 84. Okay. Six, seven, eight. <laughs> there you go, yes. And when was the first time you watched it? I actually saw it in the theaters. Okay. Um, but when did you? The first time I watched it was actually in college for my Psych 101 class. Okay. Uh, Lois Kendall uh, had us watch it uh, at like the very beginning of the semester to kick us off. It was like a really fun psychology kickoff to, <laughs> to learn what not to do. What maybe, not to or, do in those spaces. I don't know, yeah. You know. Yeah. And for those who are listening who maybe are not like, who don't know what about Bob? We had to actually explain it to our Gen Z producer That's in the right. other room. Although he did admit that at, once we started talking about it, he yes. was like, "He, Aiden, I know that you're listening to this right now, and the way that he pulls out directors for <laughs> these movies, like it was Frank Oz, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. And, and yes, you, it was. You said yes, it was. Were you? But were you looking at it, or did you just know? I well, I knew because I because I had done some research for the show. Right. Since you said I was leading this one, yeah. so I felt like I so, needed to be a little bit more engaged. If there's ever a game show that says who like who who directed that movie, yes. Aiden would win hands down. <laughs> Yeah. Have I have no, no fear. He's the he's yeah. guy you want for Trivial Pursuit that's if right. it's movie night. That's right. Absolutely. That's it. Him and Chip. That's right. Case. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes <laughs> to have, that. Okay. Let's put together a team and it'll be four because sometimes you get four on a team, right? Yeah. And you and I can just like be on the team yeah. and just win. Yeah. Well, I think it's Aiden and Chip yeah. is what I want. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's you and me and Aiden and Chip. Oh, and then we just we, we need just to go win. to like a bar yeah. to win. Yeah. We just hang out. And we, we walk away with the prize. We don't like even have it. to participate. I like <laughs> there you go. We can just add our little bit That's of right. knowledge when That's it comes right. around to the mm -hmm. office or what yeah. about Bob? Well, you bring your winning power okay. because yes. that goes with you everywhere that it you does, go. It does. It does. I do you win know, a lot. And, and I'll just make everybody have a good time. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, if you haven't seen What About Bob, uh, Bill Murray is a guy named Bob, and he is chronically mentally ill yes. uh, with a whole bunch of elements. In He's fact, kind of a hypochondriac. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's a lot of things. He's uh -huh. a lot of things. And then um, you have Dreyfus, who's playing Dr. Leo. Yep. And the whole movie is like around this, um, you know, what people I think think about when it comes to counseling. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what's what's one of your, what was one of your favorite scenes when you watched it? I mean, the thing that always, when I think back, I always just think about his first advice is yeah. baby steps, <laughs> right. you know? Uh, and so he... He hands him a book, which yeah, is like the worst counseling thing ever, it, right? Like, he here's a book. Him, yeah, he's like a book that he had written because <laughs> he's trying to push it. And uh, because, again, that's a stigma about counselors, right? Is they're always yeah. just trying to push their own uh, fame or whatever. And, uh, but... It was, you know, it's called Baby Steps, so he reads it, and so he just starts saying baby steps to everything, right? Baby steps to the fridge, baby steps to the elevator. And and I actually think about that sometimes in my own life. Like when I'm having a hard time doing something, I just think, it's okay, baby steps. Like it's actually a good advice, <laughs> you know? I don't need a book on it, but but it's super helpful. Um, but that, you know, and just him. Uh, so again, the, the just the premise of the movie is yeah. that... Uh, 
the counselor ends up going on vacation with his family and Bob ends up finding them, Excellent. you know, yeah. because he thinks, man, I need help. I can't believe you're leaving me. And so he, he invades the family vacation. And so I think about, you know, just the scene with him, uh, like in the water, like okay. off the dock. Yeah. Doesn't he like jump into uh -huh. the water and he can't, can he not swim or yes. his son can't swim or something? Which one is it? I can't remember. Yeah, you're, I know the scene you're talking but about. But I, I see it in my head. Um, I need to go back and watch the movie again. I, I actually, I asked Christiana if she wanted to watch it, and I think that she said that she can't stand it. And so <laughs> uh, I was like, well, okay, we won't watch it then. Yeah, that's uh, that's my did... wife with Oh Brother, Where Out Thou. Uh -huh. like, I love the movie, but she mm -hmm. won't watch it with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So you just have to wait till she's at work and you watch it on your own. That's we it. did actually just introduce our kids to Groundhog Day okay. with Bill Murray. They thought that was really that was funny. Really oh, and I was telling you too, if you haven't seen it yet, so Bill Murray plays in like, uh, uh, PGA like celebrity tour uh -huh. stuff, yeah, yeah. and he did this thing. It was like a no look putt where he was like super and casual just drained it. and just drained it. Yeah, it was really awesome. good. So go check that out if you yeah. haven't seen that yet. But Bill Murray is still <laughs> comedically doing still his fun. thing, still alive, yeah. still alive, and doing still his funny. Thing. Yeah, so still funny. Anyway, what's your what did what sticks out to you? What's yeah, those the, in the movie, I think that the uh, like three things that stick out, and we watched it beforehand, is when Bob comes to Doctor Leo's office for the first time, and he's mm -hmm. staring at the picture of his yep. family, and he he just starts naming off names, yeah, and he's trying to guess the names. Names of the, of the family. family, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that part is <laughs> is pretty awesome. And then just the classic line in that where he's like, Well, what's what brought you in here today? Mm -hmm. And Bob's like, I have problems. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's like that is like the best yeah. line ever. Yeah. Uh, well, and then in this space. he goes into, you know, what we typically think counselors will do is they just repeat what you say in a question, right? And he yes. says, kind of problem why, yes. why do you think you have tell problems? me about problems. tell me about problems that's <laughs> right that's what he says tell me about problems <laughs> would you like to talk about marriage uh -huh. yeah, right. <laughs> so in that and then so the good. uh the other classic scene is when dr leo's choking on something uh -huh. in the living room and bob starts like jumping on you put in the knee like he's jumping uh -huh. way up in the air that's and right like crushing dr leo uh-huh and then um you know the end of the movie where the family falls in love with bob and turns yep. on their dad and yep. you know yep. dr leo realizes where he's gone astray uh -huh. and well it's kind of fun i mean because you have this counselor that's supposed to have it all together right yeah. and and through the course of the movie you recognize he doesn't actually have it all yeah. together you know and so we we put on these facades to to show hey we're good you know we got this yeah. and then then in the we end really we're human don't. we're human we're that's just right. all none of us are really experts we're just all trying to figure it out yeah so, absolutely so Hey, my name is Matt Manning and I am the senior pastor here at Crossroads Church and hopefully you are loving what you're listening to today. If you are, we would love for you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can leave us a comment. We read all of them. And if you like it, we'd love for you to share this with a friend. Every week we get together as a church to celebrate what God is doing and you can join us every Sunday at 8.30, 10 and 11.30 online or in-house. Let's get back to the podcast. Yeah, so that's a classic movie, which really kind of just brings us into some of the discussion that we wanted to have today around counseling. Mm -hmm. And uh, both you and I being pastors, we do some pastoral counseling. We've uh, had the opportunity to reference people, to see counselors, and yet uh, still we even today... We have a counseling center. We have a counseling Crossroads. center, yeah, yeah. with uh, six counselors in it mm -hmm. um, that was started. that are not pastors. Yes, yes, yeah. therapists. Yes, there you yeah. go. And uh, it's been around for close to 20 years now, mm -hmm. uh, the counseling center, and helped a lot of people. Uh, but when it comes to counseling, still in like 2022, there's like a stigma mm -hmm. around counseling. Mm -hmm. And um, I just wanted to talk about that a bit, particularly when it comes to men yeah. in, in counseling. And have you seen that? What's been your experience in terms of your own uh, leading of people or recommending yeah. counseling to people and the stigmas that you see? Yeah, I, I think a lot of times with men, there's a, this idea of weakness 
um, or it, it's, I think it's, it's a mix between feeling like you're weak, like you can't handle it, mm-hmm. like I can't handle this on my own. Um, there's a sense of uh, not wanting to be vulnerable in yeah. your emotions or in what you're thinking or what you're feeling. I think there's a sense of danger too. Like if I'm honest about what I'm really thinking or feeling, um, I'm going to get like, no one's going to want to be around me. Yeah. You know, I always talk about so good. Uh, the big ugly, right? Like we all have this thing inside of us that we're desperately not that we don't want anybody to see that it's just this it's the worst of the worst of us and we're trying desperately to uh, keep that thing hidden and we're afraid of man if I go to counseling they're gonna start prying that open and then uh, my wife's gonna know how terrible of a person I am God's gonna know how terrible of a person I am I'm not gonna have any friends anymore and uh, it, I'm, it's just gonna drive me more into misery than actually helping me it's like opening that that wound that you've covered with a band-aid yeah that's so good I often think of that in terms of like Genesis chapter three, where the fall comes into the world Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden like intimacy with one another is totally dinged, Mm -hmm. you know, it's totally broken. And the thing that we want most in this life is to be fully loved, which means we have to be uh, fully known Mm -hmm. and there's no fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. And yet as we live lives, like we all have our closets and they don't Mm -hmm. just have skeletons, like there's like full bodies (laughs) right in our closets. Mm -hmm. And we think if anybody ever saw that closet, they would reject me. And so therefore, I'm not going to be fully known. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to walk through this life like not being fully yeah. loved. Yeah. And then like we look at our lives and and the direction and the purposeness of it in that space and what we yearn for most and what we're not able to open that door. And you're so right. Like like when it comes to counseling, all of that fear is mm-hmm. is put on yeah. on it. And it's easier just to say, no, I'm good. I don't need it, you know, or or not wanting to reach out and help. And uh, I, I think as a as a pastor, a lot of times people will come to me mm-hmm. already have they've crossed that border yeah. you know of of you know hey can you help me and it's been or more they're of, so desperate yeah it's been more of a case of me saying hey i don't know that i actually have the skills to help you but let me help guide you to a place that i think can help you yeah. um or or we'll have a few sessions or whatever and and it's kind of beyond uh, or maybe i do help you know for some of those things so uh but i know that that's definitely a stigma that was true for me in my own life. Um, so after our twins were born, like babies mess up women's bodies anyway. Yeah. Um, but then twins really uh, hit Christiana really hard. And so she went through um, a, a good season of postpartum depression, right? Yeah. And we got to a place where um, I was actually talking to another pastor friend of mine where I'm like, I don't know what to do. And so he recommended a, a counseling session. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, call her up, get her, you know, get her a, a, a session. And uh, all of a sudden they, they call back and they're like, yeah, that's great. We can get you in. But actually, we want to get you both in. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on yeah, a second. So what were your feelings like in that? Right. Because yeah. did, did you have like the picture of Dr. Leo and what about Bob? I, like, I didn't that? think about <laughs> what about Bob. I just thought I'm good. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the first session thinking, oh, I'm just, he-. they just want me to come to help support what's going on with her. Yeah. Um, and so I quickly realized that there are actually things that <clears throat> I needed to deal with that I didn't even recognize I needed to deal with. And really grateful. It was uh, Inside Out Christian Counseling, and they offered free counseling to pastors. Okay. Um, and so uh, it was uh, a really, really ended up being a good thing, not only for me, but for our marriage. Like it literally saved our marriage because, um, I, 
my temperament is naturally submissive mm-hmm. and Christiana's is naturally controlling. And so for the, you know, the first half of our marriage, it was easier for me to not rock the boat and just submit to whatever feeling she was having. Yeah. Um, and what ended up happening is from her perspective, uh, she received that as I don't care. I wasn't giving proper boundaries as the leader of the household. Yeah. Um, I wasn't leading her in the way that she wanted to be, even though she she bucks kind of that yeah. authority, she was looking for it from me and I wasn't providing it. Um, and so it really helped me learn that weakness of mine and yeah. give me the skills I needed to then step into that leadership. And I still have seasons where it's easier for me just to recluse. Mm. Uh, and Christiana will call me on it like, you're not stepping up and being the leader that I need you to be. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I recall all the stuff that, that we had to go through in those counseling sessions. Um, and I'm able to, you know, pull my pants up and put on my big boy pants and, and actually, you know, uh, be, be the man that she needs me to be. Yeah. Um, and, and it helped her as well learn about her need to be submissive um, and, and kind of help us flip those those roles in our house in order for us to be the complementary couple that, that God designed us to be. Yeah. So if you remember, as you're thinking back to your um, place, so you're going with your wife to be supportive in this counseling mm-hmm. session, right? You're sitting down. And when did the when did the flip switch or the switch flip for you? Mm-hmm. And going, oh man, this is this is not just me supporting my wife. Yeah. This is actually also for me. Like like, what was that moment for you? And what were some of the feelings, if you remember? So, we had to take an assessment. Okay. Um, it was I've done tons of assessments in my life, um, through college and through you know Enneagram and all of the yeah, different right. things that are out there. And this particular one, it splits you into three different categories. Okay. Um, so it's inclusion, your need for inclusion, uh, control, and intimacy. Basically, are the three different ones. Or or, and. Uh, they pegged me so well. Mm. Um, so as we're having these conversations, uh, you know, I'm talking about Christiana and the different things, and and all of a sudden the counselor sa- says something to me along the lines of, so it sounds to me, I think it was actually something, probably an attachment with my mom, actually. Okay. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, Always so goes back to mom and dad does. problems, doesn't it? It does, you know, and it, you know, it sounds like you have an unhealthy attachment with your mom. I'm like... What do you mean I haven't had I'm like, hold on a second, you know. So <laughs> I'm just when, here to support that's her. right. When when the counselor started turning and asking questions to me, but then was actually revealing truth in my life, um, that was the twist where um uh, it was this epiphany moment where, oh my goodness, there are actually I'm not I'm not as healthy as I thought that I was. Um and so uh it was actually it was scary but also exciting to me. Yeah. Um, that my way to support her was actually not to have the counselor fix her, mm-hmm. but the way to support her was actually me focusing on on myself and becoming more self-aware and becoming allowing Jesus to come in and and create that wholeness in me yeah. so that I could actually be the support that she needed, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Now, in that counseling space... Um, was it always couple or was it, did you have one-on-one sessions? No, we started as couples and then eventually we split to one-on-one and then it was kind of at the counselor's discretion to say, Hey, I think it's time for you guys to come and, and have conversations with each other again. Um, and so it, 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 it kind of played back and forth based on the needs of where we were. Yeah. Um, and, and Christiana was, you know, she, she coming out of that depressive 
state. Yeah. Um, and so she had to do, uh, they did some really cool things there. Like they had a, like a prayer ministry that they would do where um, you would, and I did some of it as well, where you would sit and it was like, they would help you meditate on the spirit yeah. um, and allow the Holy Spirit to speak into your life about memories that you had forgotten. Yeah. Um, and so that was, that was actually really hard on Christiana because of uh, her background and, and she had a lot of abuse in her past and yeah. things like that to, to bring those things back up. But you had, you had to bring them up in order to deal with them. Yeah. And she actually had a stigma about counseling too, because yeah. in high school, when she went to after her abuse, she had to go to a counselor and basically she was like, Hey, those things are going to be hard for you to deal with. Let's just put them in a box and we'll put them on a shelf and forget about them. And so, uh, the counseling she did in Iowa was, it's time to take those things off the shelf, open them up, and actually allow God to heal them. Yeah. And so that was a really hard process sure. uh, for her to go through. Sure. Um, but it was also very revealing and healing. And, and for me, too, for me to kind of go back, you know, I actually very recently had an incident where I blew up, like mm. anger. Yeah. Like anger is a thing that I'm not easy to anger, yep. but when it happens, I don't do it well. Um, and I'm like, how come every time I actually get angry, I end up hurting people? Mm. Um, and so I wrote her, um, yeah. she's still a good friend of ours. And so I, I wrote and I said, Hey, uh, I need a session. Yeah. Like, can we do a zoom session? Because, uh, I'm, I'm having issues. Yeah. Uh, and I said, how do I get angry without hurting people? Mm. Uh, and it was really funny. She, she, when we started having our session, she said, can I use that? Uh, she said, because that's like the most common uh, epiphany yeah. for your temperament. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, they, there's the, the four common, you know, there's yeah. melancholy, there's choleric, there is uh, sanguine and phlegmatic. Yes. And so they, they, this counseling center, there's a, a Arno uh, is a couple. Okay. Their last name is Arno, yeah. and they determined that there's a fifth temperament type, which is supine. Okay. Um, and supine is like a masked sanguine. Okay. Is how they describe it. And out of the three areas that I did, I was supine in two of them. Okay. Um, and so I was supine, supine, sanguine. Um, and so uh, she was like, "That's like." She's like, can I quote you on that like yeah. forever? Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, yes, please. 25 like, cents. You're, yeah, that's right. Yeah, every time you, you put it in a jar and just send it to me when it reaches $100. Um, but she really started helping me work through how do I handle my anger in a healthy way so that it doesn't build to this point of eruption. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I still don't have it figured out. I blew up at my kid literally last night. Um, or was it last night or two nights ago? where um we were praying yeah and they started laughing in the middle of me praying because that's it, not allowed and it ticked me off <laughs> well because it wasn't that they were being kid <laughs> right, they no, were like I I've, it felt disrespectful yep, yep. and like um as soon as we were done Nothing sets a dad off faster that's right. than disrespect that's right as soon as we were done apparently christiana like started like tickling his leg and like yeah. messing with him and he started laughing well because i was like it's not okay. It's disrespectful to me, yeah. the prayer. And I feel like it's disrespectful to God who we're praying to. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he starts laughing and I like 
blew up and I like grabbed him and I moved him over. I'm like, you go to bed and I don't want to see your face for the, and, and Christiana's like, what is wrong with you? You can go to bed too. That's right. She was like, I was messing with him and you're going nuts, you know? And so I turned into the monster and it's really, we did a, we do giant leadership here at Crossroads Uh and, and that temperament says that my, uh, what is it? My your voice? No, oh, not your, my voice. Uh, my your weapon system. My weapon system. They call it the Hulk. Yes. My weapon system is the Hulk, yep. and so I turned into the Hulk in that moment. And the Hulk is like angry without, you know, I I no longer can care about what you think or what you feel. Yeah. I just know that I'm mad, and all I'm doing is reacting. Yeah. And it's very unhealthy, right? And so, um, I don't want to be that. I want to be able to be mad, yeah. and and to be able to speak how I'm thinking and how I'm feeling um, without it turning into, I no longer care about you. Yeah, yeah. So obviously counseling has been really helpful for you in your mm-hmm. life. Um, I've had counseling in my life. We both counsel people in terms mm-hmm. of our our ministry and our profession. Uh, if you were uh, listening to this podcast today mm-hmm. and you were on the fence mm-hmm. about needing help, you saw an area in your life, um, but you were on the fence about whether counseling would help, what would, what would you tell that, that you? Um, I would tell me it, it's worth it and that the cost is worth it. Um, the cost of being vulnerable and also the financial cost of what it takes to be able to see a professional. Um, but I would also caution you to go to a person that's going to come at it from a, a spiritual perspective that can give you, uh, not only real science advice, but also good biblical, solid Christian advice. Absolutely. Um, I know that there's counselors out there that, um, they might tell you to put things in a box and not not deal with it. And I don't think that that's actually a healthy way to approach it. Um, and so making sure that it's a reliable source. And so, I mean, I trust our Crossroads counselors. Um, yeah. I think that they do a really good job. And if you are unsure, go talk to a pastor. Yeah. And a pastor who you trust is going to be able to give you the guidance to say, hey, yeah, we can walk through this. This is a spiritual problem. Let's do this together. Or they can give you the you know, trust their wisdom to say, hey, I think that you're going to need to go a little bit deeper in this and and trust their, you know, not everyone is in Colorado probably that's listening to this and can't uh, go to our our, our center. So go to to a pastor that you trust and then ask them for the resources to find uh, a good Christian resource that that can help you work through those those things. And, you know, what I've discovered is everybody can use counseling. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a drug addict or or, or a complete mess. Um, We can all use uh, outside help. I used to work for a company called Prep, um, and they teach uh, couples and individuals um, healthy relationships and healthy communication. And the reality that I learned through that job is we all think that we're great communicators and that it's everyone else around us that sucks. And what counseling helps you realize is, oh, I actually think that I'm a good communicator, but I actually don't have the skills Mm -hmm. to be a good communicator. Um, And so for, to go to a counselor, they're going to provide you with the skills that you need uh, to be a better person and to be able to to love the people around you and support the people around you in a way that is actually beneficial. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you are in uh, the Colorado, North Metro Denver area, the way that you can find Crossroads Counseling Center is by simply going to Crossroads Associates, Crossroads Counseling Associates, and that Google search will bring you to our counseling center. So Jared, thanks for your vulnerability today. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sorry, I talked a little bit. Hey, you know, that's what we wanted is to hear your experience in counseling and to kind of melt away some of the stigma around counseling and Dr. Leo. Yeah, absolutely.
<laughs> All right, man. Cool. Take care. Yeah, sounds good.